Well, welcome back to the Reading and Writing Podcast. My guest today is Deborah Gall, author of the new novel, Synchronicities on the Avenue of the Saints. Deborah, welcome to the podcast. Well, thank you, Jeff. Thanks for having me. Sure. If someone hasn't heard about your new novel, Synchronicities on the Avenue of the Saints yet, how would you describe the novel? Yeah, so it's uh, it's literary fiction, and I write with uh, elements of magical realism. And it's a crazy story. It's meant to be fun. I want to mention that because it sounds very heady when I describe it, but it's actually, there's a lot of humor in it. And as in all novels, there's things that are humorous and things that are that are sad. But it's about a, a 24-year-old physicist who has been who has been diagnosed with bipolar disorder when he was very young. And his mother, who runs a pharmaceutical company, has put him on a drug to help his bipolar disorder. And there are some disastrous side effects that are about to evidence. And at the same time, his dying great-grandmother tells him a story of a crime that happened on the night of a pogrom. And a ghost from that era has come forward in time to avenge that crime and has asked for his help. And this young man also meets an African shaman who asks for his help and helps mentor him on the way to solve these crimes. So anyway, that's what it's about. It's a crazy, complicated story, but it's actually uh, very simple. And it's a metaphor for what's happening in the world. And do you remember the original impetus or idea that led you to write Synchronicities on the Avenue of the Saints? Yeah, so I I was dealing with a family member who had... Uh, a very difficult time with bipolar disorder. It runs in my family. And in this instance, um, conventional medicine and talk therapy wasn't working at that point in time. Many bipolar patients are reluctant to take drugs, and he was. In any event, I was looking for answers, and I read a, a short blurb in an alternative medicine magazine that talked about an African shaman who took a bipolar patient to live with his tribe in Africa was an 18-year-old bipolar patient. And because the indigenous tribe believed that anyone with bipolar disorder was a shaman in the making, he was seen as someone to be revered rather than reviled. And so he, he healed because of that support. He came back to the United States. He finished a medical degree at Harvard and became a doctor. And I was very moved by that story and wanted to know more. So I read everything by this real-life shaman, Dr. Maladoma Somay, and I ended studying with him, spent a week in the Oregon woods uh, learning indigenous belief and, and ritual, and all of that led to the writing of the story. And so what was your writing journey that led you to writing fiction and writing your first novel, The Dream Stitcher? Yeah, the irony is that actually Synchronicities on the Avenue of the Saints, even though it came out after The Dream Stitcher, was the first novel that I wrote. And I think it was partly happened because of this journey that I had with trying to come down after business and finding ways to be very still. And that was some work that I did with Dr. Maladema Sume, just learning to sit and be in nature. And that led me to back to a path in writing. I had, as a young child, I was very interested in theater. I had been a, a theater major in college. And so I was always steeped in story. And I read tons of plays when I was young and was very wired for story. So I had hoped 
that it would be something that I would get back to after my business journey, but I didn't know how that would evidence and it showed up in writing rather than performing. And I have found it to be very similar to acting. Instead of performing somebody else's lines, I'm imagining lines in my head and I'm writing them down and I'm emoting with characters. And so to me, writing, the act of writing felt identical to theater. And it's just been a love affair for me ever since. That's great. And what is your writing process when you're working on a novel, like The Synchronicities on the Avenue of the Saints? Do you outline your work extensively or organic? Yeah, it's very organic. And I I wish, honestly, that I could be one of those writers who outlines it. it. To me, that seems like it would be so much easier, although I'm sure writers that do outline say, gee, I wish I could be an organic writer. We all want what we don't have, but but I am very organic. I don't know where the story's going. I tend to have to be in the moment for the story to come to me. And so what I do, it sounds very mystical and it, it is a tiny bit, but <laughs> I light candles. I invite muses into the room. I um, ask them to take my pen and to write for me, and I'll go wherever they want to go. And so it's just a little mantra I perform at the beginning of my writing sessions, and I will allow whatever energy shows up in the room to start writing for me, and that's how I view it, and story starts to come. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Grand Canyon University makes earning your degree possible with over 130 academic programs for traditional campus students with more than 80 bachelor's programs offered online. GCU provides you with the personal support you need from complimentary unofficial transcript evaluations within 24 business hours to scholarships, academic support, and your GCU graduation team led by your own university counselor. Find your purpose at GCU. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu. And then, of course, and that's all right brain work for me. And then, of course, after the fact, my left brain kicks in and I start trying to make sense out of what I've written down or I add connective tissue in between scenes so that when a scene happens, how does scene one connect to scene two? And how does, what does that have to do with scene 16? I start to find that connective ish tissue and add it in uh, after the fact. So what writing advice would you offer for those who are working on their own stories and novels? Yeah, gosh, there's so much. Where to start, huh? So <laughs> first, first, I would tell writers to, to not be judgmental of yourself. Let the writing go where it wants to go. I know it seems very scary when you're staring at a blank page, and there's always some fear in setting down words. 
and oh my gosh, what if I get it wrong? But there's no getting it wrong. Just go where the story seems to want to go. You can always go back and change things. And and I would also tell any writers that take your time. Don't write. There's no, the story will be born when it wants to be born. And there may be days when you don't feel like the story will come, but sit there anyway. And you might get a sentence or two. Make sure you touch the story every day. And all of that will eventually get you to having a, a finished novel. It's a long journey. It took me, and I don't want to scare anybody by saying this, double <laughs> my own process, but I spent eight years writing Synchronicities and I spent eight years writing The Dream Stitcher. For me, it's a very long process. I know other, many other writers and far uh, more successful writers than I are producing books quickly and they do them like a book a year. But when you're writing a literary novel, it's a very slow process. And so I would just say to writers, don't judge it. Just be calm. Stay in the chair. And so are you working on another novel now? I am. I'm doing a combination. Right now I'm revisiting uh, a, a lot of short stories that I had in bits and pieces that I collected over the years while I was writing both novels. And they're stories that I would love to get out into the world. So I'm revisiting those now. But I also had the inklings of another story that involves a psychic macaw. And this is also a story that's come out of experiences that I've had that kind of bridge the gap between the real world and magical realism. So I'm starting to revisit that story and see if I can make that into novel form. That sounds good. So what novels or nonfiction books have you read recently that you enjoy? I just recently finished Deacon King Kong by James McBride. And if you hadn't have a, if you haven't had a chance to read it yet, it is fabulous. I just absolutely love this book. Such an immense combination of characters from different cultures, and it's gorgeously written. James McBride is a brilliant storyteller. And now, right now, I'm into a new release by Robert Wright, and it's called "Why Buddhism Is Real." And if you haven't, if you're not familiar with his work, he's written The Moral Animal, which was one of the basic books used to make The Matrix, which I thought was really fascinating. So this is his new one. And uh, I'm hoping uh, to get back into a more Zen existence for a bit. So this seems like the book for me right now. That sounds great. Where can people find you online if they want to learn more about you and your novels? Yeah, so I have a website. It's debragall.com, and that's D-E-B-O-R-A-H-G-A-A-L.com. And I'm also on Facebook and Instagram, Deborah Gall Author. Although I have to admit to you, I'm taking, I'm making an experiment right now to reduce my social media because <laughs> I find it gets in the way of my writing. So I'm reducing my exposure a little bit. I apologize in advance, but uh, if you do, if somebody's looking for me, they can find me through my website and they can always leave me a message. I think you're probably not the only person who's doing that these days. Yeah, I, I, I think that's right, Jeff. And it's funny, I've really tried to, to embrace uh, the love of it. And for me, I'm just very resistant. And right now, it just feels over. I just want to be alone. <laughs> Isn't that terrible? <laughs> After a year of the pandemic, I've wanted to be alone. I know. <laughs> Are you going through that? No, I'm the opposite. I've been very strict with my protocols. So I, I'm like dying to get out and, and 
be around other people. What worries me, Jeff, <laughs> is I have also been strict with my protocol, but it doesn't seem like a year is enough anymore. I, I know this sounds crazy. I'm not sure I completely understand what's going on with me right now, but I'm a little resistant to entering the world. It just feels good to try to write. So that's what's Great. going on. Again, we've been speaking with Deborah Gall, author of the new novel, Synchronicities on the Avenue of the Saints. The novel is on sale now, so go buy a copy. And Deborah, thanks for doing this interview. Thanks so much, Jeff. It was fun for me. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.